Welcome to 5 Under 5, the short-form gaming podcast about games that cost less than $5. I'm David Lindley, a software developer with World Gaming, and I'm joined by Derek Venezuela from World Gaming. That is not my name. That's not your name. <laughs> it is Derek Valenzuela, oh. but I am from World Gaming. You do marketing things. I believe so. This week we're talking about Pony Island, a delightful little game that I would describe as a puzzle adventure story game. I would also throw in type and click adventure. This is a game that plays with player expectations in a big way. Pony Island is actually the name of a game within a game. This entire game is you looking into an old-style CRT console. You're trapped playing this game, which is not very fun. You're a pony, you're jumping over fence posts, you can blast things with lasers, which is cool, and you get wings, but the actual game that you're playing is not very engaging. No, not at all. You know, I think we could actually change the name to Phony Island instead oh. of... Right? Burn. Because, really... The island isn't really an island. So Phony Island could be its subtitle. But I did like the meta nature of it, how it was a level within a level within a level, and you kind of slowly had to peel back each of the pieces. And you would find that with each piece, you would be learning something different about the actual story. That is absolutely true. It is a thing where you as the player are acknowledged as being a player of a game. It's all very meta and up its own butt to a certain extent. So you've played this game once. I've actually played it twice at this point. There are some things in the game that you might not have picked up on in the first playthrough. There are actually story elements that I didn't discover at all on my first playthrough, but there are achievements for picking up certain numbers of clues, and these are puzzles that are off the beaten track, so mostly it's a linear puzzle game, and you don't have a lot of freedom to explore. But through the game, you can actually start learning things about who the player is, and what your history is. And that's entirely optional, but it's nice to see in that quick, cheap game. I think, for me, what was lacking, although I really did enjoy it, was I didn't know the story. I didn't know what was happening. So the fact that the pieces of that story were actually hidden within the game is cool, but as someone who only played through it once, I feel like had they made those a little bit more obvious and easier to find, then that might have helped me color the story a bit more in my mind. Uh, well, so one of the things I wanted to talk about was the way religion was randomly thrown in and portrayed in this game. I, I was kind of trying to figure out how the devil and crazy flying star throwing Jesus fit into this narrative. Were we trapped in hell? Who were these demons that we were trying to fight? The antagonist in this game is literally the devil. I see. And his many minions. You are fighting the devil, and he is trying to take your soul. That's the plot of the game. You are trapped in this thing, and it wants your soul. And at many points, the game will stop and say, please insert soul to continue. I feel that Jesus should have been a playable character in this. <laughs> Unlockable, certainly. Unlockable character is that would have been incredible. star-throwing Jesus. Time for a quick over-under on this game. This is the segment where we talk about our favorite thing and our least favorite thing. I think my favorite part of the game was that I was secretly, and maybe not so secretly, learning how to code. I felt a lot of the puzzles made me feel like I was coding in a way. I found that a lot of fun, but it was done in a funny, kind of puzzle-y way. I very much enjoyed that as well. My over was the third demon boss, the third core file that you have to destroy. And he does some really fun meta puzzle stuff where at one point he pretends to crash the game, the white windows frozen screen appears, and then the modal dialogue appears that says, 
Pony Island is no longer responding. Do you want to close it? He does a few of these things. They're really fun and really smart. What's Do you have an under? under? My under. What's my under? My under, I think, would be the fact that I didn't have the backstory and I actually didn't learn what happened before and learn what happened after. I wish I would have known more because I think that would have kind of fleshed out the universe a bit more. But who are who am I? Who are we? My under was the actual Pony Island gameplay where you're a pony, you're jumping over fence posts, you're blasting th- things with lasers. It's just clunky. It's unforgiving. It's occasionally frustrating. And the joke of it really dries up very quickly. Overall, Derek, thoughts on this game? I will give it three unicorn horns out of a possible 17. Wow, that's a very low rating. No, I was doing a reverse. So the lower the number is, the higher it's rated. Then that's a very high rating. It's a twist. I would very much recommend this game. It's a lot of fun. It's nice and cheap, and it's great value for money. And that's it for us this week. Until next time, bye! Bye! Bye!